Preface, Section 1 What follows is a life connected to others through the intricacies of God's design. Imperceptible to us at the time, but ultimately visible as His plan unfolds. Only then do we learn how He protected and led us, in spite of ourselves, for our own best interest. The plans of the Lord stand firm forever, the purposes of His heart through all generations. Psalm 33, 11 January, 1989 A woman is all alone in a darkened motel room. Decorated in outdated bright orange and tan and smells slightly musty. It's winter, the time of year that invites a sense of eternal desolation and denies that spring will ever arrive. The room is dark except for one dim lamp next to the bed. She is glad to be alone to explore her broken heart that is the result of seven years of waiting, waiting for God to answer her prayers for a child. She's thirty-five and is small-boned, slender with short dark blonde hair. She allows herself to feel the familiar emptiness of her unanswered prayer as she kneels beside the motel bed, her tattered Bible in her hands, open to the familiar Psalm 38. Once she allows herself to feel the pain, it comes upon her like a waterfall, deep from within, with salty tears pouring down her face and neck. The release is welcome as she begins to pray aloud, speaking the unintelligible words in a voice that does not seem to be her own. She doesn't understand why God hasn't provided the answer. Is this silence a punishment for something she's done, or for what she's failed to do in her life? Why can't she hear the answer? Behind the first rush of the broken heart and the heat of her tears comes the familiar hopelessness. Nevertheless, she cannot accept that the answer is no, at least not yet. She asks God again, Which direction should I go? The hopelessness leads to desperation, and she begins crying out, asking God to help her, to show her where to turn and what to do. Slowly, her energy begins to shift. She becomes weaker, and her sobs come from an even deeper place. As she gives in to the physical exhaustion that accompanies the despair, she lays face down on the floor, ignoring the smell of the worn carpet. She realizes that her spirit is speaking, and her mouth is no longer uttering a single sound. I know what your word says, Lord. I have known it since I was a child. I know your word can't be broken, and I believe it. I believe it when you say, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. You know me, Lord, and you know that I have tried everything within my earthly power to bring a child into this family, without any success. I am out of ideas. I cannot see a child in our future, Lord. Hear me now. If there is a child out there for our family, please show me the way. Please, Lord. If your answer is no instead of not now or wait, then show me, Lord, because I cannot hear your answer. And dear Lord, if the answer is no, then I will accept it as your will. As her spirit utters the words, she shudders a deep sigh of finality. Quite unexpectedly, a sense of divine peace enters her and quickly spreads throughout her entire being. She feels lighter, as if lifted up. She stands up and shouts with a burst of joy in her heart, Thank you, Lord, for hearing my prayer. She turns on a light and enters the bathroom. She looks in the mirror as she washes her face, but all she sees are swollen red eyes and blotchy skin from crying. She feels different, however, and the comfort she feels is indescribable. 
Will this peace leave her? She resists the urge to guess what this new feeling means, and she pushes away thoughts that it is false hope. Instead, she allows herself to lean on it and rest in it. Physically spent from her experience, she moves slowly as she readies for sleep. The sweet peace stays with her as she lays down, smelling the fresh sheets and feeling the texture and coolness of the bed. She sends a prayer of thanksgiving heavenward as she surrenders to sleep.